Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Be Well With Me podcast. Oh my god, has it been a couple months, I would say. I am so sorry. I have just been so out of it and so off of it for the past couple months, and let me tell you why. So, a bunch of things happen in the past, uh, let's say like four to five months that have just been really crazy life changes. I graduated high school, I went on a trip to Europe, and then my boyfriend (laughs) went away to um, Navy boot camp, and I had no contact with him for about three months, and that is slowly coming to an end this week because he's graduating, which is super, super exciting. So by the time you guys hear this, he will be a U.S. Navy sailor, which is very, very exciting. However, the past three months, like this past summer, has just been very hectic, crazy, like on an emotional and mental level. And I just decided to take the time off because I realized that I just wasn't in the right place to give anyone advice or to even like explain what was going on because I myself didn't really understand what was happening like in my own brain and in my own heart. Um, Because being separated with no contact for someone with someone that you're in love with is very is an extremely difficult concept for like your brain to grasp especially when they're not completely gone so it's really difficult and it's still difficult today I'm wait I'm still waiting on you know a possible email or a phone call you know but he graduates this weekend which is very very exciting and I'm just happy for things to go back to somewhat normal a second thing is that I moved to Boston because I'm going to school here I'm going to university and so just a bunch of like life changes have been happening and I just really didn't feel like I was in the right place to give any advice or just like talk about mental health really I went off therapy for like about a month and then I decided that I needed to go back onto therapy because coming into university I dealt with extreme homesickness for the first two to three weeks and it was really difficult for me. I was on the phone crying every single day with my parents just because I felt so homesick on so many different levels. But um, I'm here. I'm officially moved to Boston, the big B, (laughs) and I'm ready to jump back into this podcast. I think because of just life and scheduling, I think that this podcast will be have new episodes every other week instead of every week which is what I was doing but I just think for my own sanity it's going to be an every other week kind of podcast and it will still be uploaded on Sundays so with that let's get up into some more updates I think that's pretty much it for life updates but as for like my habits and my goals and my mental health and my emotional health my physical health all those things are still in place but one thing i wanted to talk about in today's episode is how to maintain your habits and your goals and just everything in between when you're going to school and i mean specifically this is towards my university girlies just because when you're living in a dorm and you're living on campus even if like it's just difficult to maintain your habits and like your normal routine because you have suddenly a meal plan and you don't like really have to plan out your meals because it's kind of like a buffet style which is something that I've been struggling with on like picking my meals and all that stuff it's just been like a struggle just to kind of figure out the groove of it as well as workouts today I actually have a hot yoga class at 4 30 which is exciting because I'm checking out a new studio that's having like a free class pass week 
this week, so I'm gonna check it out and see if I love it. See, <laughs> I'm gonna check it out and see if I love it or if I hate it or like what the deal is. Um, I wanna check out some Pilates classes, but really mainly I've just been doing yoga and Pilates in my dorm. I went to the gym like a couple times to do some arms and some legs, but that's pretty much been it. And then I've gone on some morning runs, but like I just feel like I'm just hopping off my movement you know usual routine i usually like to incorporate mindful movement and it just has been difficult recently you know the college life is obviously not it's not a place that really supports a healthy lifestyle i feel like because there's always people in and out of our dorm that me and my roommate share which i like but also when it starts to get closer to midnight and there's a bunch of people in my room i can't really mentally relax so it's difficult for me to like say okay i'm going to bed it's time to go to bed but like i say with boundaries and all that stuff you have to protect yourself and you have to protect your routines and your space especially when people are kind of encroaching on that even if they're they're your friends and you want them there and you want to hang out it's still important to maintain that self kind of discipline to be able to say i'm gonna go to bed like it's getting late i have a 9 a.m tomorrow you know i've got to put up a boundary here so I think that's something I want to implement more into my life just because I, our dorm has kind of become the host dorm where like people like to come and hang out in just because it's really cute. Like we set up cute little fairy lights and the lighting is just really soft and gentle and obviously my style is very neutral so my bedding is white and everything that I have is like very pretty and like white and I have like little like candles and cute stuff. So it's just a very relaxing room to be in. And it's always clean because I'm a neat freak and my roommate loves to clean too. So it's just a very relaxing room to be in. So I think that's kind of why people love to come in. But that boundary just kind of is something that needs to be set. It's just, it's difficult to implement or maintain routines and your habits and your goals. But I think one way to do them is to create plans and schedule things out because when you have a plan in place and you have something scheduled out, it's easier to follow it and it's easier to hold yourself accountable. I know, I know for sure because I'm a college student, not everyone can go and book a like Pilates class and hold themselves accountable in like the financial way of like, I booked a class, I paid for it, I have to go. But making a schedule out and promising to yourself and trusting yourself that you're gonna keep that promise of working out or going or like going on YouTube and searching up Pilates classes and actually following the routine, when you make your prom a promise to yourself and you put it on a schedule and you make a meal plan or you make a fitness plan, I think those two things can be very helpful. That's something that I'm trying to do. I haven't found like a full fitness plan that I love yet because I'm still obviously exploring the studio space that I want to explore. I'm still looking into the gym that my school offers and I'm just like still doing yoga and like pilates in my dorm and stuff like that so i'm still looking into like my own fitness routines and how i like to move every day in college i feel like that's the most important thing because how i moved when i was at home during the summer is going to be different than how i move now it might be a little more laid back there might be a little bit more walking than you know heavy hitter classes so it just kind of all depends on like the difference of environment and that kind of ties into like how things are going now which is why i want to bring this up 
because I think it doesn't matter what stage of life you're in. If you go through any sort of change, you move, you go to school, you leave school, like you drop out or you transfer or anything like that, or if you get a new job or something like that, there's going to be change in your life and you have to ad- like adapt and and just kind of not change your goals and change your habits, but you have to fit them into your new routine and you have to make sure that if you are really passionate about them, you have to make sure there's a way for them to fit into your day-to-day life and make sure that they can coexist with your new schedule and your the new change that's happening. So I think that's kind of the theme of today's podcast, just change and overall how to kind of deal with it because it's difficult. Not even just like putting aside maintaining habits and goals and all that stuff change is really difficult you know you can if you go from like seeing a person every single day for months to not seeing them at all not being able to contact them boston says hi (laughs) but um yeah boston says hi yeah these windows are so thin okay anyway so you if you go from seeing someone every day and then you go to just like not seeing them at all that's like some really significant change whether it's due to a breakup whether it's a friendship breakup or like a romantic breakup or someone passes away or something like change can be really debilitating and it can create a lot of anxiety i know for the past three months i've been super anxious just because i did not have like my person who usually grounds me to be here to ground me and you know what i've gone through it and i've done it and i can say that it's kind of you know over with obviously it's not totally over with but i can say that like the really hard days are kind of past you know what i mean i only have three days left before he's able to contact me again in like a more you know routine way we've been able to send letters and stuff like that but you know it's just has not been consistent and there's been no privacy in our communication Um, so it's just, it's tough and it's just been really difficult and it's brought a lot of anxiety to me. Even today, I'm anxious because I know there's a chance he could like email me today and be able to like chat with me, but I'm nervous because I booked (laughs) a workout from 4.30 to 5.30 and I'm nervous that he might try to, you know, chat with me then. But obviously, we have to put the anxiousness aside and try to have some perspective and recognize that things are going to be okay even if the thing that we're most anxious about happens i think that's a very important concept to implement into your thinking that even if the one thing that you're most anxious and nervous and scared about happens it will be okay you know what i mean because saying that the thing won't happen won't take the anxiousness away the only thing that will ease the anxiety is accepting the thing that you're anxious about and i think that is a very important concept to like just kind of like let your mind mull over a little bit because when you're anxious about something and you have something on your mind and you're worried about something and there's just this one thing that you're like if this happens it's the end of the world is it ask yourself that clarifying question is it the end of the world is it really that big of a deal will it really be that big of a problem i'm going to walk you through my problem just so we can get a little bit more specific on this so today i am anxious about my boyfriend who is in navy boot camp i'm nervous about him email chatting me because he only gets certain times to do this 
every couple of days and I never know when it's going to happen and the anxiety creeps in because I don't know because it's the unknown. So I am nervous that he will email chat me when I'm in my workout today, which lasts an hour. So let's walk through this. My workout is from 4.30 to 5.30. The possibility of him trying to talk with me during this time is very slim to none because that's not usually the time that he has in the past been able to talk with me. However, you know, things are always wishy-washy when it comes to his situation. So it just, you never know. So my fear is that I will miss the chance to talk to him because I'm in a workout class. Now, I'm not going to cancel the workout class just because I'm afraid that he will try to talk to me during that time. I would say that that is just doing myself a disservice. And if he doesn't chat me, that will later cause resentment in my heart. And I don't want that. So I'm going to continue with the workout and I'm going to put this into perspective. What are, ask yourself, what are the possibilities of that thing happening? Very slim to none, right? So that could ease your brain a little bit from the anxiety. So now let's continue walking through this. So I'm fearful of him, him texting me while I'm in the class, right? So how I would approach the situation of anxiety is I would say, okay, what's the worst that could happen? He email chats me right at 4.30. My phone is in my bag. I have no idea. I don't have access to my phone. And for the next hour, which could be the allotted time that he has to chat because they only usually have an hour, maybe more, but it's usually only an hour. So let's say he tries to talk to me at 4.30 and I'm in the class. I'm doing the class, you know, I'm, I'm having a good time, whatever. And then I get out of the class, I check my phone and I see that he's email chatted me and I missed him, right? What is the worst case scenario? That is the worst case scenario. And that's not the biggest deal in the world because what does that mean? That means that, okay, I missed it. Every other time, I haven't. Every other time that he's called, or tried to chat with me, I have answered immediately because I've had my phone on the past three months. I have not put my phone on do not disturb for the past three months and it's kind of driving me crazy, but I love him. So therefore I do it. Jesus. Okay. So the worst case scenario that could happen is really not that bad. So it gives me more, less anxiety and it just kind of eases that because I'm acknowledging the worst case scenario. Okay, the worst case scenario is I don't get to talk to him today. That's okay, because I might get to talk to him tomorrow. I'll get to talk to him on Thursday and Friday and every single day after that. So acknowledging the worst case scenario, bringing your anxieties to the table and bringing them forth up to the front of your brain is going to help ease them. Because usually the things that we're anxious about, we can't really put to words and we can't really get a clear image on. But once you can do that, you can say, okay, number one, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that whole story that I'm creating in my brain probably won't even happen, right? And so you can ease your mind through that. But if you still create the image of the worst case scenario that's causing your anxiety and you think, oh, it's plausible, this could possibly happen, you know, you can at least acknowledge and be like, okay, the anxiety's here, it's present, there's nothing that I can do except for wait for it to pass, and that's okay. That is just a part of the anxiety process, of processing those anxious feelings. I hope some of this is making sense. I hope you're getting a few little gems in here, and I'm not just rambling on about my own problems, but I wanted to give you guys something 
today just to kind of think about as well as a tiny little catch up in the beginning but I just wanted to give you guys something to think about when it comes to anxiousness and I think because I've done so much work in the past three months of learning how to be strong learning how to deal with anxious feelings and honestly learn learning how to be more mature because that's something that I've had to do real quick I've had to grow up really really fast I feel my mental age feels extremely old even though I am at the ripe young age of 18. (laughs) I feel like mentally I've had to overcome so much in the past couple months that it, it just has matured me so much and I feel a lot stronger mentally and emotionally and I feel like I can create, you know, different ways and different solutions to help mental and emotional problems that I face. You know, whether it's overthinking or anxiety I feel like those are the two most present emotions I've felt or like the two most present things I've felt and like done within the past couple months is be anxious and overthink which obviously the two of those mixed together do not make a great combination but that's just kind of what it's been like for me and I've kind of had to come to terms with that that like okay, this has been and this is, a, you know, a very anxious couple of months and I just have to get over the hump and I just have to be mature and I have to grow up and I just have to deal with it. I have to push through and deal with it. I think in today's society and with the younger generations, which includes myself, which includes my generation, I feel like we don't push enough. I feel like emotionally and mentally we're not given enough pushing exercises of like big life changes, except for like this, like, that have to go through the worst imaginable, you know, life situations. And that is not me. I'm not saying that my situation of not being able to talk to my boyfriend for three months is like, you know, a really big life situation. It's not because if you put it into perspective, it's just three months. But also it was three months. It was three months of like not being able to talk. You know what I mean? So it just having perspective is good. But it has to work both ways. You have to give yourself grace in that perspective that you're building and that you have to just forgive yourself in that perspective. So I hope something in this episode made sense and you can take away something from this episode. I'm so happy to be back and to be able to talk with you guys again and just give you guys maybe just some tidbits of information of like just how to deal with life, you know, because sometimes it just it sucks. Sometimes life just absolutely sucks and you're in a very inconvenient and uncomfortable situation and it just sucks and it's just not the best and you feel bad for feeling bad and you feel guilty or you feel a million different feelings and sometimes you just want to scream. So I hope that maybe you connected with something in this episode and you're able to take something out of it and apply it to your day or think about it more or maybe I caused you to think about some things okay thank you guys so much for listening to this episode there will be a new one every other Sunday so not this upcoming Sunday but next Sunday so thank you guys so much for listening I hope you have a really great day I hope you have a really great week know that I'm just a DM away on the Be Well With Me podcast Instagram page. I love you guys. Have a great day.